Hi, I'm Tom Spurs, and I accidentally made a pro-AI film in the middle of a writer's strike. Oh no! Oopsie daisy! I'm Aaron Murray, and I want to play a game. Nice. We're not going to do Sorak right now. So. No. The segue got away. Bull! Bull! I want to play a game. Yeah, what's the game called? Here's a game. Um, name the movie. Okay. Okay. Alright, I'm ready. I, ready? I love Name the Movie. Alright. Have you ever played, have you played that movie grid thing at all that's like, on the Oh, where it's like the, like, yeah. you know what, I've played a bit of it, but I'm a bit pissed off about it. Why? Because it's kind of bullshit. Why? Because each time I've played it, it keeps saying that I only get like 8 out of 9. Which yeah. Which is weird, because the one that I always fail is always the last one I've done. Yeah. But I've always gotten it right. What, why, why? I don't know. It's weird. I'll get it. You just suck. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe maybe hell. it just fucking hates you me. You suck at this game. It just hates me. Anyway, let's, let's guess the movie. Guess the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Yeah. Um, it's a 2023 film. Love those. Okay. Um, it's based on a true story. Sick. Okay. Okay. It stars um, actors. Okay. okay. It's got actors in it. Yeah, um, yeah. One of Big. them. One of them was a Batman movie. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. One of them, one of them may have been involved with some sort of turtle. Turtle. That may have been a mutant of some sort. Okay. Maybe okay. even been a teenager. Okay. Yeah. Which one? Uh, dumb money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's um, a segue. <laughs> Yeah. I had a whole thing. I, I got so I got so lost at the um the, I was I was helping! Teenager Seth Rogen's in it! Is he? Don't oh you? Yeah! <laughs> I, I thought you were talking about the live action teenager to tell I was like Pete Davidson wasn't in those. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had a dumb money moment. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause I was fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Much like dumb money. <laughs> um so what do you think of dumb money? It fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's always good. I, I love on this podcast how positive we are about cinema. Mm-hmm. I uh, love movies. I, 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 I always try to see the best in a movie, mm-hmm. which is why I went into Dumb Money with an open mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love cinema, um, and I sat down with Dumb Money and I was like, Dumb Money impressed me. I'm a big um, I, Tonya fan. You're a big... Uh... Craig Gillespie, whatever his name is. Yeah, Uh, I like I I Tonya. What else did he do? Uh, She did Corella, which uh, I I wasn't a big fan of. The only film of his I think I've seen is The Dalmatians Kill Her Mother. Uh, That's so funny. uh, But (laughs) yeah, so I sat down for the money. I was like, I'm ready for this. And then I watched, what, like two hours of Reddit memes. Mm -hmm. And then I walked out. What, to blow your brains out? Particularly, please. (laughs) Um, yeah, um, I remember seeing the trailer. Yeah, so what's um, that about? What's that about? So, yeah, so Dumb Money is about the GameStop, like, thing. Yeah. GameStop basically was not doing great because of the pandemic and also yeah. just in general because, yeah. like, people weren't buying physical games anymore. So, so there was a whole play in Wall Street or whatever that, like, you know, it was going to go down, you know, they're going to fall apart, they're going to go out of business or whatever. And then they'll get a load of money from it. Yeah. But then, because of all that, a bunch of redditors band together and yeah. were like, "We'll save GameStop." Yeah. And they basically, it's 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 a lot of stock market jargon and stuff. But yeah. the basic thing is, a bunch of redditors fucked over Wall Street. Yeah. That's the pretty that's the pretty much the basic of it. And it's like, and so that's 
the main drive of the story that's yeah. the main thing it focuses on is fuck Wall Street yeah look, which, at, that. look at how cool Reddit is exactly which, I agree fuck Wall Street yeah just did you have to make it so annoying like did you have to make <laughs> your whole fuck Wall Street movie so fucking irritating yeah as a film yeah I think that's probably it's biggest problem is it's a film about an underdog and trying to rise up against this upper establishment who are try you know who rule from the shadows and yet it typically those films and i'm not saying that you can't do this Mm -hmm. but it doesn't do it well um typically those films try to position themselves as likable but this one just is so incredibly unlikable from start to finish Mm -hmm. i think i think the, the key problem with it and i think the first the the immediate red flag that comes up with any film like this is it came and like it so so this event mm. happened early 2021 yeah right it is october 2023 yeah it has been two years yeah two years the book it's based on um that you know the movie's based on came out last year yeah right and t- it just has this immediate problem of this is a film that has come very very like quick yeah. after the initial event and because of that there's no hindsight yeah. there's no it's just telling the story yeah which the problem that leads to is there's no real depth because yeah. they can't really explore it deeply yeah because a lot of this is just so fresh in people's minds yeah exactly and it's like yeah like just i don't know like it's just it feels the movie from the stars feels very like it feels very reactionary. Yeah. Very much like, ooh, this was a big story that happened. Like, we need to make a film out of it. Yeah. Because when that whole GameStop thing happened, within a week of it, there were studios. Oh, it's, it's like the um, submarine <clears throat> thing that's just um, happening now. Well, yeah. obviously, it's happened very recently. Mm-hmm. And already studios are going, right, so make who's on board make a move? Yeah, exactly. Which is like, I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, obviously, look, people are going to make movies about it at some point. But it's like, it's just... When you make them so quickly, yeah, there's, there's nothing to say. Yeah, that hasn't nothing... already been said by the event. It's still so fresh, news. yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. still so fresh in people's minds that like there's not really you don't layer anything new in yeah, the dumb money. Yeah, there's nothing to say about the event. No, yeah, there's, you you come out of this movie not knowing anything other than just seeing the story that you've heard. Yeah, already, and I think that's kind of what this film feels like is filler content. Mm-hmm. It Which, feels like a yeah. Netflix movie. It's literally a straight to streaming Netflix movie. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? One that you'd put on, like, you know, out of desperation of there being nothing else to watch. No, yeah, like, it's a film designed to be watched in the background. Yeah, yeah. Because it's filled with a lot of this, like, content. Yeah. That doesn't really go anywhere. Like, yeah, so so basically, the the main star of the film is Paul Dano. Yeah. As basically the guy who saw what was going on with GameStop. Saw the saw the game and I was being played and basically played it against them, mm. and like so, so you got that. But while you got Paul Dano, you also got a bunch of other characters yeah. that are basically also taking advantage of this stock. Yeah, like Paul Dano says, and that kind of you know like you know like America Ferreira's in it. Yeah, and she has her whole thing, and a, and a couple of other people also have like they're like they're all like taking part of this thing, and, mm. and it's like and the film devotes a lot of time to their story yeah a lot of time 
before it just kind of abandons them. Yeah. Like, a lot of them just kind of just aren't in the movie anymore. Very, very underdeveloped characters. Yeah, like, and it's kind of, yeah, like, some of them are okay. Like, one of them's a nurse. One of them, like, two of them are, like, college students. Mm. One of them works at a GameStop. Yeah. Where, like, their manager's Dane Tan. Which is... Which is one of the weirdest... twist reveal. <laughs> yeah, like, the fucking Dane Tan jump scare. So I, <laughs> like, I didn't really clock on until he pulled down his mask. That it was Dane Tan. Yeah, and he pulls down his mask, and genuinely, the, the shock I got... <laughs> In that moment, just terrifying. <laughs> what the fuck's he doing? Fucking this? Green Goblin yeah. out here. He even looks for like Green Goblin in the movie too. Yeah, like, he's like he looks weird in the movie. Like he has this like he's got like braces and stuff, yeah. and he's like this this like slimy like fucking like. It's terrifying. Yeah, I mean I know Dave the Hard's generally pretty terrifying. But yeah, it's yeah. scary. Um, but no, I think it's weird. Paul uh, Paul Dano is giving this performance that almost feels like he's in an Oscar bait movie. Um, like, it feels his performance very much feels at odds yeah with what like totally and pacing wise I mean I mean it's one of them like a prime example that shows through obviously is fucking um, Pete Davidson yeah in this movie who is, is doing his Pete Davidson stick yeah like he he feels like he's in a totally different movie yeah like because because anytime like you know it's on him he should fucking do an improv yeah, basically yeah, yeah. and like do it all like, a bong in hand yeah yeah like do it all of his fucking Pete Davidson lines but it's yeah. like but then Paul Dano yeah it's like in this role of like yeah like he's like serious taking it seriously like he's not bad in the movie no he's pretty good actually it's just his performance feels at odds with this film that feels like it's trying to be like a Wolf of Wall Street like dark comedy kind yeah, of thing like yeah. it's trying to go for this like kind of comedy aspect which mostly just falls flat because it's just not funny yeah and when it does try to be funny you know it usually just ends up being dated yeah because it relies on a lot of like late 2020 humor yeah yeah, yeah. which i mean yes that's the period of time it's set in but it also just dates the movie yeah where they're doing fucking tiktok dances and like playing wop and stuff. the music in this is the music choices are bizarre like uh, yeah, some of them bizarre they just don't work in the movie there's no real reason not used in a funny way yeah yeah like it's just why no I it's weird because it, it obviously is trying to be the film of today mm-hmm. with Phil you know what I mean Waps in there he does TikTok dances um, obviously he's a YouTube live streamer mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of like days. online like terminology in it yeah. too and stuff and like yeah, like Reddit all over it. There's tons of memes that you see and stuff. Slurs. Lots of slurs. There's uh, a weird, there's a weird amount of slurs in the movie that the film just casually kind of throws in there. Throws in there and then kind of doesn't really address. Just the, lets you sit with them. Just lets you sit with it. Which okay, yes, that that's 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 what they were using it for. And obviously, there is the context of they're using these slurs because. They think, oh, that's how Wall Street sees them. Yeah, yeah. So that's why they're using the slurs. Like, they're embracing it. Yeah. Still. Don't know if that quite comes across. Yeah, like, it still just comes, yeah. And, like, when there is the very vague things, like, like any vague things of, like, oh, like, you know, isn't this, like, place a little bit discriminatory? Mm. It kind of, like, pushes it to sides. But, like, yeah, but, like, they took over Wall Street. We're giving it to the man. Yeah, and it's, like, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. But, like... It's just it has this weird thing of like it, it it it's trying to confront Wall Street, but by doing that, it's too afraid to confront anything else. Yeah. It doesn't. It wants to paint this like these fucking red like this whole 
Reddit, like Wall Street bets kind of place as this like beautiful place where yeah. there's nothing wrong, everything's perfect, we're all sticking in against the man, and it's like there's no room for like nuance of like, yeah, like that's cool what they did, but also they fucking threw slayers around everywhere. And also, quite frankly, a lot of the crowds in those spaces are like not good people. Yeah. I mean, fucking like like there's there's one part in the movie where they show like a meme mm. clip of like of like a grave like being like held by different people and stuff which like it's it, it, it's a gif you see like quite yeah, a lot yeah, and stuff yeah. and like but in like the meme there's a image of Elon Musk when he was on a Joe Rogan show when he was smoking weed yeah and that one sort of meme is kind of like a perfect like example of just how like off the movie is because yeah. you've got these stupid fucking memes that come in where you've got people like Elon Musk in it being painted as like ooh Elon Musk like oh like he's just like us yeah and it's like but the film's not confronting the fact that isn't that a bit fucking weird which obviously of course is that necessarily the, the, like the movie's place to do that because it mm. seems like the film's not interested in confronting those things yeah which to some extent okay mm. but also it still just comes across as a bit like again this is the problem with making a film like this so recently yeah that the film doesn't it can't really attempt to like look at anything else yeah it can't explore these things because it's so fresh yeah in people's minds that like it doesn't it, it's just this it, it the film's just a very weird film yeah and a very just kind of awkward experience because it's like it's trying to it's trying so desperately to be this like scorsese kind of experience mm. of like you know like with all the music and like the just the general vibe i mean there's clips of wolf of wall street in the film which quite frankly this should be a rule if your movie sucks you should not be allowed to put clips of better movies <laughs> in there that should be a rule yeah. because i do not because the, the whole time i every time i saw clips from the fucking wolf of wall street in that movie i was just like i wish i was watching wolf of wall street right now yeah, yeah. probably dumb money but just yeah no, I can completely agree with everything you've said. Yeah. Um, I think it's a very unlikable time. Um, mm -hmm. Just poorly paced, poorly poorly conceived, honestly. Definitely with the pace, and it feels like it's long. Yeah. Which, the movie's not long at all. No. Like an hour and 40. But, you know, it drags. It really drags. A few moments I quite liked. Um, I, I did like the um, ending monologue. Mm. Um, by Paul Dano I quite like Paul Dano throughout Paul Dano's alright in it he's just in the wrong movie yeah <laughs> that's um, the big problem I think you know yeah, I think there are bits that work um, I quite like Seth Rogen in the first half mm. or there's no there's a there's a chunk in the middle where it ch it shifts tones slightly mm -hmm. and it becomes a bit more serious it drops mm -hmm. all the um, all the f um, superfluous flair mm -hmm. all the excess yeah and becomes a bit more Back to basics, back to you know, I mean, dealing with this act, this act, like dealing with the situation rather than kind of going Reddit meme, um, yeah. and in that small section, I actually quite dug it. Mm -hmm. But then it drops that to dive head back. Yeah, there. it goes like, back you know into I mean? so yeah. Scrooge McDuck diving into the fucking <laughs> money. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. this feels like. No, yeah, exactly. It totally and utterly like the tone in the film is just all over the place. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, that could have worked. 
yeah, yeah. being like that. I think it absolutely could have worked, maybe if it was given. Because it's a film that, like, even though it drags, it also feels like it's very shallow mm. in terms of because, like, it does feel like it needed more time. Yeah, which is weird to say because the film drags. So but much. I think I think it wastes a lot of its time. Yeah, like it, it wastes up with a lot of shite that just doesn't need to be there. Yeah, and it doesn't yeah. really go anywhere. And so it's I like think, I can see the yeah. point they're making, but also it's like, but this doesn't really add any value. Like a lot of the college, I mean, I mean, like a lot of stuff with the college kids, mm. I felt like just really went fucking nowhere. Yeah, especially considering how much time no, they exactly. gave those characters. Absolutely. Like, they do. I felt like a lot of that went nowhere. Yeah. Because they kind of just you don't see them again. No. They kind of just stop showing them after a while. And then eventually at the end, they just do like the whole, this is what happened afterwards yeah. thing. Which is... That's kind of what the movie feels like it's just built up to now. Yeah. Like it's just, I mean like a lot of movies have that problem like of these like kind of like true story movies. Mm. These like biopics where it's like, you're just kind of watching it waiting to see the credits. Yeah. Where no, saying, like, this is where everyone is now. Like, yeah, which you could just it has that Wikipedia. problem. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, it just, it, it just feels like you're, like you're watching a Wikipedia article. I know what you mean. Like, no, it, no, I, I, I desperately wanted to like it more. No, uh, same. Like, but, I, I really, because I do, like, I really like I, Tonya. Mm, yeah, I feel yeah, like exactly. I, Tonya, like, I feel like they tried to replicate that energy. He did one film before I, Tonya, I also quite liked. I can't remember the life of what it is. Uh, but anyway, speaking of films we desperately wanted to like more. Yeah. Um, we saw the creator, the yeah. hot, the hot new original sci-fi flick. The new Gareth Edwards joint. Original might be uh, overstatement. Going by this film's reviews. Yep. <laughs> uh, whoopsie, Gareth Edwards. You seem to have copied someone else's homework. <laughs> so. By someone else, we mean the whole fucking class. Yeah. Um. Hello, Akira. Hello, <laughs> Terminator. Hello, every fucking sci-fi movie that's ever existed. So Gareth Edwards is a cool filmmaker. I love his Godzilla. I have not seen his Godzilla. Absolutely adore his Godzilla movie. Rogue One. Eh, it's fine. I don't really have any strong opinions. I really dislike Rogue One. You dislike it? I really dislike oh, it. Wow. Well, I... it's less that I really dislike it. It's more that I found it really painfully boring. I kind of agree. And so I yeah. I dislike it on the basis of I couldn't give less of a shit about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not really... I know I know a lot of people love that film, but... I do not get yeah, it. Yeah, it's not... I don't really understand the hype for it. Like, that's kind I, of... Yeah. Low-key, that's what worries me about watching Andor. Yeah. Because of, like a lot of the people who liked Andor are the same people who like love Rogue One. Mm. And I'm like, but I wasn't into Rogue One. So... I think there's a gonna lot... going to be one of them... I think feel like a lot of people, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but I feel like a lot of people um, just really like the idea of mature sci-fi. Yeah. And so we'll, like, leap at it. Yeah, because, like... Especially when it's put in an accessible form. Yeah, because, like, Star Wars is a lot more, like, because Rogue One is a lot darker. Yeah. It's a lot more, but the problem is, is that, like, it just falls flat. Yeah. Like, a lot of the characters... But I feel people don't really care, because it's still mature sci-fi. Yeah, and they like, sort of, they like the ending. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like yeah, like, like how it ends, which like yeah, like all these characters die. Yeah, at the end, but it's also like I don't know, but they also, but they also don't really have any like death. I wish the creator did anything as interesting as that. I will say. Yeah, like so. Yeah, so so the creator <coughs> is the new guy for Edward's film. It's about John David Washington plays a guy. Yeah. Who has a dead wife. Yeah. But he's also in this like world where like AI. Humans are at war with AI. Yeah. Or, well, they're at war with AI in Asia. 
Yeah. So, okay. And stuff. I, I thought we should get yeah. out of the way first. We are two Caucasian mm-hmm. males mm-hmm. who um, are not Asian. Mm-hmm. And we are going to attempt to now talk about Asian representation. So in, in some way. I, I, I want to go too deeply yeah, into it. Yeah, like, but, but we are going to skim the yeah. surfaces of it. Yeah. Um, just, just be mentally prepared. Yeah, it's... We're not experts. The film... You see, the thing is, I think, I think a lot of the film has a problem of, like, of good intentions. Yeah, and yeah. Poor execution. Yeah. Where I don't think... Gareth Edwards was deliberately making like a racist movie or anything yeah, like yeah. that. I don't think, and like you know, and, and so I wouldn't necessarily to me for me personally, I wouldn't necessarily say that I think the film is like completely racist, yeah, or something like that. I think just what it is is it suffers from very poor execution, and because of how it's exploring these ideas, yeah, like having like Asia be like the enemy alongside AI kind yeah. of just it's a bit unnecessary hmm. because like i think because it just kind of it just really rubbed me because it's never gonna remember like watching it and it really rubbed me the wrong way but i couldn't like articulate why yeah it's like this weave it's like because it just felt like why yeah because they felt like i mean i guess he was saying that because he wanted the excuse of going to those kind of areas hmm. because a lot of the film takes place in asia yeah which new asia yeah which neat the film visually looks gorgeous, and a lot yeah. of it's because of those environments. But the actual story, when it comes to that, like, like, like at best, it's derivative. Yeah, it's yeah. derivative, but it's safe. But it waste it in very poor taste. Yeah. Even intentional or not, that's just the facts. I think that's essentially my letterbox review. Yeah, it's like at best derivative. It waste just yeah. I, and I think I mean okay. So one thing I, I'm surprised I haven't seen more people dressing mm-hmm. is the timing of this thing. Yeah. Um, so it came out, obviously, at the very end of the writer's strike. Mm-hmm. But obviously... It's made made before <coughs> the writer's strike occurs and all that. Yeah, but like, yeah. Coming out, pretty much right as it ended, but most of the marketing was being done mm. during, like, deep into it. And the marketing does a good job of hiding mm-hmm. just how pro-AI this film is weirdly pro-AI. Yeah, like, yeah. Which, again, has another problem of, like, <coughs> Gareth Edwards, I don't think, is pro-AI. No. At least from just some, like, comments I've seen. I, I think, think Gareth, Ed- Gareth Edwards is pro-cool shit. Yeah, like, he's trying and to he, make... And I think him, yeah. in his cute little sci-fi head, thinks the idea of talking robots <laughs> is cool shit. Yeah, like, yeah, like he's, he, he's trying to make, like, a Mandalorian yeah, movie, yeah. but with AI. Or, like, you know... Or like AI, like the the, the Spielberg movie. Yeah. Like yeah, he yeah. tries to make something like that. Yeah. Like, but with AI. Yeah. Which isn't a horrible idea. But the problem is, is that he's took it in this very safe direction, mm. but then it basically went, okay, well, I'll turn these like notches a little bit. Yeah. I'll twist it in certain ways. Like the humans are the bad guys. Yeah. Not the AI. And that's the thing. So what you end up with is a yeah. film that's essentially saying AI are awesome. Yeah, like and, and and as well, like because of the way it's doing that, it feels like doing that is enough. Yeah. Which it isn't. Yeah. It isn't really enough to just go, let's just make the humans the bad guys instead of the AI. Yeah. When it's like it doesn't well, I mean, yeah, you've done that, but it doesn't really go anywhere. Especially when it's a twist that eliminates any moral grey area. Mm-hmm. And eliminates exactly. any kind of complex storytelling. Exactly, because that's and that's the biggest problem of the movie, yeah. for, at least for me. <coughs> 
is it's a film that I think attempts in some ways yeah. to be in this gray area yeah, of like yeah. who are the good guys who are the bad guys are the humans like but the problem is is that it fucking gives up on that yeah like midway through just to become okay humans are the bad guys AI are the good guys yeah that's it yeah which yeah. is a problem because I think it really had some interesting ideas hmm. in that first half that are just completely lost yeah like I really love the intro yeah. the film where it shows like it's like these like home movies and stuff and like these like commercials showing like the rise of AI mm. I think it's great and I think there's a really unique world that it builds but the problem is is that a lot of that is just pushed to the wayside yeah like there's, there's a really cool line by Ken Watanabe in like the middle of the film where they talk about like a lot of the events that kicked this off is that nukes were dropped on Los Angeles yeah but one of the things like Ken Watanabe's character says, who's who's AI, he says um, that like the nukes were actually human error. Yeah. And it was like a coding like problem. The AI didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah. And like and there's, and there's a couple of lines, but like someone else also says like, oh like, like you know like oh like maybe the reason why like this Los Angeles like thing happened was so like you know the AI could like take us over and stuff. And there's a lot of these like ideas. And these concepts and these things that are brought up, but then are immediately just pushed aside. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's a film that creates an interesting world, but then decides to tell the most mundane story it could possibly tell. Exactly. It goes for yet another save the kids storyline. Yeah, yeah. Which we've had God knows how many of those at this point. Yeah. Like especially with The Last of Us, The Mandalorian, mm. Logan. We've had so many of these movies that are just like this child is special. Yeah. And it's like, and it's just, it's like, it's just way too safe. Yeah. But then, be, but then at the same time, it keeps trying to like convince the viewer that no, it's much more deeper. Mm. Which, by doing that, it goes in these very sort of these like directions that feel in poor taste. Yeah. Like having the enemy kind of be like Asia. I yeah. tried to make it, I guess, like a kind of West Vist, like the West. But then it's the result by the end. It's, it's overcompensating. Exactly. And what it's essentially saying is um, Asia, it's just relating, it's correlating Asia and AI. Yeah. In a pro AI movie released during a writer's strike. Yeah. That is then, you know, so it's just, it just feels, really yeah. Off. It just, yeah, the whole thing just feels off and very, like, you know, and it's like, again, I don't think that was the intention of the film. Yeah, yeah. To me. I don't think Gareth Fed was intentionally making a movie that feels this much in poor yeah, taste. Yeah. But it can't be denied. It still feels like it's in poor taste, regardless of yeah. Edward's intent. This being said, obviously the visual effects are, are stunning. The visual effects are absolutely um, what save it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The it looks yeah, it looks gorgeous from start, mm-hmm. start to finish. Absolutely. There's a radio head needle drop. Yeah. There is one. Like is I, one. I don't know what else to say about it. There that. is one, there is a radio head needle drop. Um a radio Everything. I am I am a radio head fan. So that it's did sort right of place. yeah, like I was kind of like, yeah, well, I am a Radiohead fan, so that was yeah. nice. So it's a pretty stupid needle drop, but it's pretty fun. It's a stupid needle drop, but Radiohead's Radiohead, so I can't yeah, like you know, it's yeah. like I mean, you know, if I hit a Weezer song, now you, you would have like, lost your shit. I would have went insane. Yeah, I would have. That cinema would have went wild. <laughs> But yeah, like behind us, you would have fucking knocked them out. <laughs> Listen to the Weezer, you fuck. Stupid shit. You stupid fuck. But uh, but yeah, like I just I don't know, like I feel like it just I was I was somewhat looking forward to it mm. because of the hype that it got. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people were saying it's one of the best sci-fi movies ever. 
Yeah. Totally disagree. Don't don't know where that yeah, came I from. Yeah, I don't fully get that take. But I really get it because it, it's it. I feel like some people were kind of drinking the Kool Aid a little bit. Yeah. In terms of we got this new original sci-fi movie, so it must be great because it's yeah. original and it's sci-fi. Yeah. Which yeah, it's certainly refreshing, but like, I mean, it's gotta be a good movie too. You can't like, mm. and the thing is, it's, it's not a horrible movie. I just. I just don't really think it's like deserving of like being called like one of the great like sci-fi movies. Yeah. Like, I just don't really think it has anything that fresh to say other than some cool visuals. Yeah, it feels. I mean, like John. It, I mean, like John David Washington's character. His whole shtick mm. is just I have a dead wife. No, exactly. But I mean, like, by the end, so it, it feels more like a tech demo. Yeah, it's like cool design. Yeah, like it does. Yeah, like it's incredibly gorgeous visually. But mm. that's kind of it. No, exactly. Like, that's kind of all it's really got going for it. Because, like, after a while, like, the story just becomes really just, yeah, like, really dull. Yeah. Or in extremely poor taste. Yeah, so not a whole lot about it. It ends up really working. No. I don't... It's watchable, that's it, the thing. It is watchable. It's watchable. It's fine. Like, I, I mean... I would recommend it to some people, but it's a very light recommendation. I don't yeah, know if I, yeah. I mean, you know, if you want to see it, maybe go to a cinema just because it is a very gorgeous looking movie. Mm. So it's like, boom. You, you need to, that you know, that Radiohead needle drop. Max know. volume. Yeah, I need, I need to hear all of the needle drops. There's quite a few in the movie. There was a lot of needle drops. Some of them were just weird. I don't know why. Also, there's like some weird Terrence Malick inspiration in it. Mm-hmm. Of like the fucking monologues done to random montages which yeah don't really work because they're not like well that's the main problem is the writing yeah the, the is, writing yeah. lacks the complexity and the writing has yeah Terrence Malick's script yeah the writing's overtly safe yeah which is you know yeah like, like say what you want about fucking Knights of Cups um, <laughs> but you know the monologues in that mm. are interesting yeah you know no matter what the vision how fucking weird the visuals are Terrence Malick knows how to do a monologue that's yeah, exactly. just the truth yeah um, so to see, you know, I mean, when the creator tries to do that, it doesn't quite have the same impact. Yeah. And it does it quite a lot as well, which is quite funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, the creator, probably not not Gareth's finest joint. Unfortunately not, no. Not uh, not his best, but I wouldn't say it's like an awful movie. Will it change sci-fi films forever? No. Damn. It's bombed, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's going to really do anything. Well, speaking of a bomb at the box office, but in a good way, <laughs> um, Saw X. Not bad. That wasn't the... Not the worst segue, but... Speaking of... Speaking of creators, speak, John Kramer's a creator. Creator of traps. What are traps? As he... What are, well, you'll find out in Saw X. Yeah. It's not a bad one. That wasn't that was that was pretty good. Yeah, I'd give that an X out of ten. <laughs> so yeah, Saw X. Anyway, yeah, it's uh good. Yeah, it's pretty good. See you Saw... guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> Saw X. I I mean I like Saw. Fine enough. It's not a franchise that I would necessarily say I'm like head over heels for. Yeah. I've seen them all. They're fun. I like They're the dumb. franchise more than I like the movies. Hmm. I think. I like the first three. I think the fir- I think I think there's a really cool trilogy in there that it kind of just goes all over the place. Yeah. After that, ranging from eh to pretty bad. I think yeah. 
three like one, six is fun, two and three fun, um, seven. Seven's one of the best movies ever made. Seven is a um, fucking blast. Seven is the best film, best horror film ever. It is, isn't like the group that he like puts in a fucking car for being racist and mm-hmm. like fucking rips them all apart. Yeah. And he says, you were racist. You were racist. And it was like amazing. <laughs> it's like fucking hype. That's also, I mean, I mean, that's also the one that shows a young John Kramer. Yeah, and he's just got but a fucking just... backwards baseball cap. <laughs> but it's put put Tobin Bell. It was, <laughs> just gave Tobin Bell a hat and just had it backwards. Like... That's that's what they were missing in um yeah. in Sorex. Literally. But yeah, so so John Kramer has cancer. Uh, he goes to Mexico to try and get some cool treatment. Mm-hmm. Turns out it was a fucking scam. It's all a big scam, and he gets really mad. So he does what John Kramer does best: mm-hmm. put people in in death traps, mm-hmm. and he goes kind of mental. Goes crazy. Goes kind of quirky. Goes ham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you get some cool death traps. It, it's focused entirely on John Kramer, which is a first for the series. Which is, yeah, and also I think probably the best thing about that Absolutely. too. Because like, Tobo Bell's great in the role. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and honestly, I'm surprised they hadn't done one like that already. Yeah, that I'm also surprised was... they just call it Saw Kramer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that would be high. Saw Kramer. Or just call it Kramer. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> with that <laughs> but then just Seinfeld <laughs> <laughs> Seinfeld fans show up fucking so, yeah, like, I'm not even the Kramer spin off <laughs> the Kramer movie no it's just the guy getting his fucking eyes pulled out <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't remember Kramer doing this <laughs> um, no I thought it was it was fun uh, people mm. are saying it's the best Saw movie ever do you agree? no um, oh. I think the first one's the best one, but yeah, yes, I mean, I was really surprised at how because so I, I had heard that like the film was quite good. Yeah, like yeah. from like, apparently the test screenings were quite positive. The script was like well received and stuff, and like, and then I watched it and I enjoyed the film overall. I mean, it was fun. It was another, but like it was just another saw. Mm. And I think that's kind of what surprised me with the high praise. Yeah, that yeah. for like. To me, like, for better or worse, it's just another Saw movie. Well, do you think then that might be the reason why? Because we are in the year of our Lord and Saviour 2023. Yeah, like, maybe... It's been 13 years since we've gotten another Saw movie. It could be, because I do think... Jigsaw. Yeah, because, like, we had Saw 7, then Jigsaw... Saw 7 was 2010. Yeah. And then Jigsaw, Spiral. Yeah, yeah. And, like, so... And Spiral is known by its other name... The fucking plague. <laughs> Spiral from the book of Saw. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, like, so, like, it's been a while since we've had a traditional meat and potatoes, like, Saw. Yeah, and like, you could argue, like, if you want to take it back even further, because this is a traditional Saw, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, starring John Kramer mm-hmm. without fucking Hoffman in it. Yeah, or no, like, no extra bits. Well, Amanda's in it. Yeah, but, like, exactly. that's really it. But she, she doesn't she really mean, show up like, halfway through. This like, a throwback yeah. to classic, classic it, song. It very much feels like a movie you would have gotten in, like, 2005. Yeah. Like, it does feel like that. And that's probably what a lot of it is. It, is, it does feel refreshing. I mean, the Lionsgate logo in the beginning. Yeah. I noticed yeah. that it's the old one that's that cute. they used to use. Oh, and, yeah. like, a lot, and, like, to me, like, doing that, like, just kind of... That's, like, a good example of what they're trying to replicate with this movie, which is... Very, very traditional, simple saw. Yeah. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Nothing, you know, but just 
more so. Yeah, which, and, and they absolutely pull yeah. it off. Which, yeah, no, I mean, it's solid. I definitely, I mean, it's not my personal favourite. I think the first one is still my favourite. Yeah, I would agree. Um, but I would say it's silly up there. Because I think it's definitely one of the, it's definitely the best one since six. Yeah, like, um, I think that well, it's, sure. it's, it's let down slightly by its length. Mm-hmm. It's like two hours. I didn't think the length was as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. The length was a huge concern for me because I don't know if I like the idea of Saw being that close to two hours. Yeah, I got what you mean. It just doesn't feel right. Yeah. But I'd say for the most part, I think it does a pretty good job. Yeah, I do think they could have trimmed it a bit. I do think they could have gotten away with it, with that. Mm. But, I mean, I think it's mostly fine. I don't think it... It, like, it, it doesn't feel too like long because it doesn't feel like i'm watching a four-hour movie yeah, yeah yeah that's one thing i would say i think i think what it gets to the traps it moves at a pretty nice pace yeah i think yeah the first act the first, is yeah. slow and... yeah the first act could have done with a bit more like yeah you could have speed like i think i think they could have sped it up a little bit more i do think it's a bit let down by the marketing that you know exactly where it's going um, I mean, but... I mean, I mean, that's kind of the problem with doing prequels in general. Oh yeah, and I and I would say that to some extent, that's kind of the problem with Sorex is that it does feel somewhat unnecessary. Yeah, because it doesn't, you don't really like it doesn't really add anything. To but at Saw. the same time, is a film not made, just made necessary by the fact that this is the first fucking good Saw movie? We've well, got yeah, exactly. It, it's one of them. Like it's it's just a solid film. It doesn't really add anything. But I don't think it needed to. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's a. I think I... I don't know. I mean, because... You've got this problem of, like, spoilers for the Saw franchise. Mm. But, like, you know, he dies in the third one. Yeah. Which, I mean, I know... I feel like the Lionsgate producers have, like, re- have, like regressed at that. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't really know why, well, though. I think Saw like, X is then basically trying to make up for that. Yeah, like... Because apparently they're teasing a new... Tr- like, another film after this one in the post credit scene. Which... That's not the post credit scene I remember, but... Yeah. The post credit scene didn't really feel like a setup. Well, apparently, it is. Oh. Uh, <coughs> but yeah, no. So apparently, um, I'm assuming they want to try and do more Saw movies with John Kramer, but like a live John Kramer. But it's just only less neat. But it's also like I don't. What could they possibly add to like? I guess it's more just an idea of. Um, well, I guess we could do just the other traps that John Kramer did. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. I mean, but it just, it still just kind of feels like, I don't know. Just, it hardly feels. Maybe it'll be nice to get some Saw movies that kind of feel less constricted by the powers of plot. Maybe, yeah. And they, and they just kind of embrace, like. Yeah, just being silly little being death a Saw. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, this one's doing really well. Yeah, so I yeah. Think if, the, if, if they're trying to do a Saw 11, I think we're definitely going to get it. Saw XI. <laughs> That's gonna be crazy. Yeah, that would be fucking crazy if it, if they are actually do call it X like Sorex in that way. Sorex I. Sorex I. They really. That would be sick. That would be crazy. Just call it Seesaw, you bastards. Seesaw. Seesaw. <laughs> you can't unseesaw. You can't unseesaw. <laughs> but you know what you can do. What can you do? You can click like. You certainly can. You can uh, rate us five stars. You can rate us five stars. You can follow us on social media. You can... If you don't, we'll fucking put you in a saw trap. Exactly. Of our own design. Exactly. We call it the dick wriggler. <laughs> the dick wriggler, yeah. It Ex- wriggles your dick. Yeah. You don't want to know what happens next. You do not want to know. If you want to play a game, um, stay tuned until the next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we talk about... Talk about movies. Movies. 
Uh, we fucking hate games around here. Games. Fuck that. Sorry, John Kramer. Fuck all of them. You're not allowed in these parts. Fuck TV. Fuck music. You're on my way back from seeing Sorax. Yeah. This car pulled up, like, yeah, like, I was, I was crossing the road. This car, like, comes around, and, and I look over. In the car, in the driver's seat, is a man who looks identical to John Kramer. It might have been. And genuinely, as I was crossing, as I was crossing over, I just looked. He's just looking at me. I was terrified. I thought, like, I was making sure it's everything I've done. You were jaywalking. <laughs> you were jaywalking. And I, 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 genuinely, I thought that I was going to wake up the next day in a sword trap. Imagine. And it, it was going to be crazy. I think I'd be fine in a sword trap. I, exactly. I'd cope. That's fine. Apparently there's some girl in the movie who's like a TikTok girl. It's like the barista. Who, in my, my girlfriend was saying she's like the jiggy saw girl. Because she knows everything about saw movies but she's in the movie yeah that's kind of cool I like that's that cute. that's cute I like that's that cute. that must have been cool put us her. in the movie yeah I'll be in it you I'll, fucking cowards I would, I would love to be in a saw trap yeah that'd be fantastic we can play saw victims convincingly yeah break ah. break my fingers Kramer oh no my finger broke ah. <laughs> See, there you go nailed it have a good one bye bye keep your fingers intact <laughs> <laughs>